We do not claim any rights to any audio clips taken from other media used in our podcast. These belong to the studios and creators that made the characters and stories portrayed in the clip, and we have only used these clips for entertainment and reference purposes. I don't know why I did finger guns. They can't see me. <laughs> <laughs> there everyone this is rebecca i'm the mom and i'm her daughter hannibal all right so season two episode 11 of 90210 is leading from the heart oh oh yes this episode was written by our main man darren star yes the main man himself the yes. best of the best yes i always love it when he's the main writer on an episode same because i him feel- charles and Karen. Karen. Yes. Whenever the three of them yes. are writing... Star, Rosen, and Rosen. Man, those are the best of the best. Yes. When the three of them oh. are the main writers, I feel like that's always when we get the best kind of character growth. Mm-hmm. And I feel like it's when we get the most depth from certain characters. And I also... Do you know what I really, really like about their writing? What's all that? three of them, but especially when Darren Star is the writer. What's that? When he writes and we have guest stars on... You feel like they are part of the gang and we know them so well. Yes. Even though they're guests. Even though they're guests and, and even they may though... be completely one off characters, but they're like they stick with you. Yeah. They're yeah. memorable. Very. A lot of shows have one off characters that like some of them will stand out or some yeah. of them you forget about. Yeah. Like even Friends had a lot of those. Yep. For a lot sure. of those like one off kind of if characters. If they weren't already like famous stars coming on, you wouldn't remember like, them. Or even like Fun Bobby in the Friends <laughs> show. <laughs> yes, I if, love Fun but Bobby. But there are a lot of people that might forget about Fun Bobby. He's not like super. He's oh, in like a gosh, couple of Fun Bobby's the best. Fun Bobby is the best, absolute. I think it's something about the name Bobby. I think so. Yeah. Speaking of that, should we just get right into the episode? Let's do it. Let's go. Okay. Wait. First, wait, before we totally get wait. into the episode. Wait. What? I'm really excited to tell you about something. Oh. This is not sponsored, even though I would absolutely love a sponsorship from them. Oh. I got my second week of HelloFresh box arrived today. Oh, nice. And Abigail and I had so much fun choosing what we're getting this week. I still need to do that. You need to. I do. Does the code you sent me still work? It should. Okay, it should. Cool. So, okay, so this week. If we ever get a sponsorship, you guys will be the first to know. <laughs> oh my gosh. I loved it. But I'm really excited. This coming up, we're doing steakhouse pork chops, Ooh. cheddar crusted chicken, Ooh. and gouda pork burgers. Nice. Okay, right. anyhow, not I just sponsorship was really exci- over. Not sponsorship over. I just was really excited because my <laughs> box came today. It wasn't supposed to come till tomorrow, but it came a day Ooh. early. It's always so... so exciting when that happens. Yeah. All right. All right. Leading from the heart. Oh, description. Yeah. Before you get your description out, I want to let everybody know this is only one plot line. We yeah. We really couldn't find a way to divide it up between multiple plot lines. There's like a mini yeah. separate segment of not what Brenda's to up to. Really... No. No. It's just all one shebang. I have it mentioned in the description, but the main plot line is all together, mm-hmm. all the gang. Let's me hear the back to the peach pit description, Miss Hannibal. Ahem. <laughs> <laughs> Don't laugh. Seriously, every time. <laughs> I can I can't help it. I need to Ahem. clear my I have to clear my throat. That was why so can't not I a be throat clearing though? Why can't I be dramatic? Throat? Throat? I can talk today. <clears throat> Throat. Okay. Go ahead. 
The Walsh's cool older cousin Bobby comes to town, and the group has to learn to view things from his perspective of living life in a wheelchair. Meanwhile, Brenda finally passes her driver's test, but still fears getting on the road. Nice. Yeah. I only mentally sang Hamilton a little bit. You said meanwhile. Meanwhile, Addison is grappling with the fact that not every issue can be settled by committee. Meanwhile, Congress is fighting over where to put the capital. It isn't pretty. So that's what goes through my head every time when you use the word meanwhile. Yeah. Every time I hear the word meanwhile anywhere in life, that runs through my head. You're funny. Thanks. You've become a true Hamill fan. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, now that my Hamill-obsessed self has got that out of my system... Okay. Should we start talking about the actual episode? Shall we? I mm. love it. Mm. All right, so we start off the episode at school, and we see Brandon saying hi to Emily. Emily is barely in this one, but we do see her again a couple times. Yes, a couple times throughout the episode, but very briefly. Just kind of basically to make us think, oh yeah, she's still there. Yeah, it's... And then gone. Yeah, and in this like conversation when he says hi... She tells him that the reason why she hasn't seen him around a lot is because none of her credits transferred from her old school. Or not all of them. Not I think all some of them. of them did, but not all of them did. Yeah. yeah. Or she said, like, a lot of them. Something like that. So, so she's having she's to take some sophomore classes. Sophomore makeup classes, yeah. And so that's why we don't see her as much. I gotta say, I love that they do stuff like that. Yeah, it kind of reminds us that this is, like, a living world. It makes yeah. us, It makes it feel less like... Oh, look at this story we're going to tell with these characters that you knew last week. Mm -hmm. it's, it's flowing. It's it does. constantly going on. I really like that. It kind of makes you feel like even when the show isn't like in session, the episode isn't happening, there's still there's stuff still going on. There's still life going on, But yes, I think it's really cool. In the same way, like we were talking last week's episode about how they used to kind of do that with Dylan as to why he wasn't in their classes. Yes. And now they're doing that with uh, David, why he is in their classes. Yes. And now with Emily about mm -hmm. why she isn't. It just makes it feel very much more real. Like we're watching real people's lives, yeah. not just characters all on a TV show. All the juniors are not all mm -hmm. in classes together because that doesn't happen. And they do go more in depth in the future weeks about David and why he's in their classes. And you are spot on. Some of the guesses that you've made about that they're trying that he's trying to take more advanced classes and get more credits. Yeah. They actually go into depth in the okay, next week cool. or two. You'll learn more about that. That's soon. awesome. Yeah, it's pretty That'll cool. That'll be fun to find out about. Yeah, I'm excited about that. Yeah. So we see Brenda, Donna, and Kelly walking through the hallway talk and Brenda's talking about her nightmares about her driver's test and And we all know how Brenda's dreams go. <laughs> I love Brenda dream sequences. <laughs> it's always wacko and like I just that girl has weird dreams. Oh she's a hilarious one. My goodness oh my that goodness. girl. And then the scene changes and we're over at the DMV and Dylan and Brandon are standing out there just nervous as all get out watching Brenda take, take her, her driver's test. Again. Yeah. For the third time. She's driving Brandon's car, so I can understand why Brandon's nervous. He's very nervous. He's like, that's my baby. Oh, my and goodness. And I'm not talking about my sister. Yeah. So they're but, very nervously watching her. And the instructor lady seems to have that, like, very stern driving instructor kind of demeanor. Yes. At first. At first. But then they get to the... She's doing pretty good. Yeah. And then they get to the parallel parking portion. And it's just... It's such a Brenda moment. Oh, oh my yeah. goodness. How am I doing so far? So far, so good. 
the easy part. culturally appropriated advice a little bit i don't know if you could get away with that in the show in 2021 as easily probably not probably Probably not not. but it's funny for the time being and Mm -hmm. it works brenda parallel parks she does like like she never had problems with it all right are we ready for our confession time you go first um so guys when i was taking my official driver's test i'd been in driver's ed for a while i'd gone on other drives And when we got to the parallel parking portion of my test, I started trying to parallel park, but then my driving instructor told me, honey, we both know you're never going to be able to do this in the pressure of a test, so just figure out how to learn it on your own, and let's just move on. You won't get the points from this, but you'll make up the points elsewhere. So, and of course, the way that my test worked is that you couldn't lose more than six total points, and every, like, task thing, like pulling up to a stop sign correctly, parallel parking, always worth three points. If you did like mediocre, you'd get like two, but not doing it at all meant I got zero. So I automatically lost three points and I was stressed the rest of the test because I was like, if I lose four more points, I'll fail. (laughs) So that's my confession is that I've never in my life successfully parallel parked because I never learned how. Well, I did learn how. I was going to say, um, here's the thing, guys. I cannot parallel park. I admit it straight up. That is not my thing. When I got my driver's test, I was living in Phoenix, Arizona. Well, actually just outside of Phoenix. And instead of driving to the main DMV location in Phoenix, my dad did not want to deal with me in the parallel parking issue. Oh, no. So the other direction, out of town, there was another driving area there we could take your test and because it was still within our county i could go there okay they were very well known that they were the easiest test to pass it was like a rural area they didn't do parallel it's parking. like can, do you know where the gas pedal is do you know where the brake pedal can you is? stop at the stop sign ahead of time can you are you gonna put your buckles on are you gonna look in the mirrors those can kind you of use things. your blinkers yeah the basics which in all honesty like, if you don't live in, like, a big city and stuff, if you live out in a rural area, it totally makes sense. I'm in my almost mid-40s, <laughs> and I still to this day have never actually parallel parked. But here's the thing. Yeah, your father can drive triples through a roundabout like nobody's business. He can parallel park a semi-truck. His job for a great number of years at his old company was he trained grown adult men who thought they knew how to drive how to drive semi-trucks, and he taught them well. 
And he's been married the for towel trying to teach me how to parallel park. We've been married for 24 years and I'm like, thanks, but no, I'm good. If I run into a situation where the parking spot that's like close or a parking spot would, I would have to parallel park. That means I park somewhere else. Same. Even if it means I park three blocks away, Mm -hmm. I will not parallel park. Yep. Anywho. So Brenda, bravo. We're very proud of you. We're very proud of you. And she passed her driver's test. She did. She gets her license. Yep. She has her license. She's officially a licensed driver. Only took three times. Four times. They're ignoring the one time in Minnesota. They they ignored the one time in Minnesota. I was Uh trying to help Brenda out. You're so sweet. Yeah. But no, four times. This girl took her driver's test. Fourth time's the charm? Three times in California. We'll go with that. Yes. Yes. So this is where last week's teaser clip happened when they're sitting around and she's saying at the dining room table. Talking about how she parallel parked. Yes. And then she says how, um, well, dad, since you helped Brandon buy his car, I'm going to share it, right? Brandon and that like buzzer sound. Oh, he makes a buzzer sound with his mouth. It's hilarious. Hilarious. And like, Dad didn't help me buy my car. He just helped me repair it. Meanwhile, Jim is sitting there smirking like, Touche. He's got a point. True. Plus, did she really think that was how it was going to work? That she just would get to have Brandon's car? Yes. I think she really did. No. She's kind of spoiled. Brenda? No. Brenda's not spoiled. She gets more spoiled. Oh, no. (laughs) So the phone rings at the end of that clip that we played last week. Yes. And that's their cousin Bobby calling from Minnesota. I think he's... he's, I think he's from Minnesota. He's still back in Minnesota. I believe so. And he's the twins' cousin. He's coming to visit them this weekend because he's thinking of transferring to UCLA. That'd be really cool. So it's really fun. Like, oh, another Walsh boy. There's another one. Yeah. Yes. He's very much a Walsh. Holy cow. Oh, yeah. So the next day at school, Kelly's asking for more information about this college-age cousin. Brenda seems very hesitant to give any information about him. Very overprotective immediately. Immediately. And we don't know at this point why. No, and she doesn't explain it at Uh -uh. this point. But we just know that she's very protective of Bobby. Yep. So then Brandon and Brenda get home from school and Bobby and Jim are playing basketball in the driveway. Yeah. It's such a Walsh thing. And honestly, Bobby is crushing him. (laughs) Yes. And we see instantly, though, why Brenda was protective of him. He's in a wheelchair. Yeah. Which I know you had said that in your your description, but... The characters and the audience hadn't known that yet. No. This was when the characters in the audience found out about Bobby. Yes. And yet he was still kicking Jim's hiney. Oh, yeah. And up honestly, and down that driveway. Honestly, I have to take a moment and say A-plus casting. Right? Because honestly, this guy does just look like a slightly older, slightly different version of Jason Priestley. Yeah. They look very similar, even down to the hairstyle. Yeah. You know, He's very and much of, a Walsh. Oh, yeah. They definitely pl- worked very hard to find somebody who looked like a mm-hmm. Walsh. And he was, I mean, I don't know... If that actor actually is in a wheelchair or if he was just in it for the show. Right. I don't but know he was actually, kicking butt. He was. If he was impressive. not actually a wheelchair bound man, he was amazing just flying that. He had a oh, lot yeah. of practice. Oh, yeah. I'm, the way he was moving, I'm going to guess. I'm going to look it up on IMDb. Yeah, that'd be interesting to know. Was he actually? Because that's also kind of a representation thing that I know mm-hmm. um, people in the, the um, in that community have always talked about is that in shows where they have someone who is disabled, they hardly ever cast disabled actors. 
Sad but true. Sad but true. But I wonder if 90210 was already breaking the mold at that point. We're about to find out. I We're am about to find scrolling out. the MDub. And there's no shame if they didn't either. Bobby Walsh. Bobby Walsh. Nope. No. <gasps> oh my gosh. What? I just realized something. So the whole time we're watching this show, I'm he thinking looked Bobby looks so familiar. Do you know why? Why did he look familiar? Do you remember the Left Behind movies, the ones with... Oh, real vaguely. The the ones with Kirk Cameron. With Kirk Cameron, yeah. Not the Nick Cage crappy ones. I think I only watched the first one of those. Do you remember the character on the show, Nikolai Carpathia? The one who was like the Antichrist? That's Bobby That's Walsh! That's why he looks ah! so familiar! Bobby Walsh is the Antichrist! I apologize. <laughs> you just gonna hear us screaming, Bobby Walsh is the Antichrist! But think about it now. That makes sense of why he looked familiar. Yeah. His piercing eyes. As soon as I pulled up his IMDb, I'm like, um, wait, wait. Yeah. 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 Oh, that makes sense now. So, but he's killing it. He's playing with Jim. And um, at this point, were Steve and Dylan there as Not well? Yet. No, Not yet. No, that's later. That's okay. later. Yep. Yep. So this first date was just the family with Bobby. Right. And it was just, he is in his wheelchair and he's killing it up and down. But, so now I'm even more impressed because he did such a good job of playing a paraplegic that you would actually think he was. Right. I mean, even down to like when he would move, he moves himself from wheelchair Using to couch. arm strength and, and he didn't rely on his legs like a lot of actors would kind of have a hard time not doing or that. Or they would move their knee at a different angle yeah. to make it easier. No, So he... casting people? Well done. And also, this guy did so good. So good. Oh, I was yeah. very impressed. But he doesn't seem to be hindered by his wheelchair no, at all. No. He's very proudly independent. Yes. That's a good way to say it. I like that. Yeah. He's he's very mm-hmm. excited about the fact that he doesn't need anybody's help, despite the fact that he's in a wheelchair. Yeah. I thought it was really sweet. After dinner, like that evening, everyone else had gone to bed. It was just Brandon and Bobby up. You can tell they're very close. Yeah. And... They're talking about sports and surfing and California girls and just really catching up. And it was yeah. just a really neat little scene. It's really sweet, too. But then Brandon starts to try to talk about the accident, why Bobby's in a wheelchair. And Bobby was very quick to change the subject. He did not want to talk about that. And so we kind of get this feeling right away that... There's some tension. There's some tension mm-hmm, surrounding mm-hmm. the accident. And then the camera goes up to Jim and Cindy talking mm-hmm. in the bedroom. And they're talking about the same thing. They're also talking about the accident. Yeah. And Cindy's saying how, you know, it's so cool that he's so independent. He doesn't let it stop him. But it also makes me realize it could have very easily yeah. been Brandon. She was saying how she feels such a sense of relief. That it's not Brandon. Yeah, that it's not Brandon in that wheelchair. That it, that accident could have been him. So we know right away that... They were we can, together for something. They were both there Mm -hmm. and for some reason or another it could have been Brandon yeah and it may have been Brandon we don't know and you start getting this vibe because it's Jim's brother Alan yeah is Bobby's dad yeah and I guess Alan put up Jim when Jim was in college for a couple years yeah so he got to stay with his big brother kind of thing and it was cheaper and and so now Jim and Cindy are both kind of under the impression that if he's coming to UCLA he's gonna come stay with us yeah so they're kind of just going off of that vibe this is what's gonna happen yeah and kind of wondering like how are we gonna help him yeah they have a two-story house they have to put in ramp or a lift and 
you could just see like the thoughts rolling through the parents' head. Oh, grown-ups. Yeah, we have to think about those kind of things, being yeah. all adultish and stuff. Crazy. So the next morning, though, everybody wakes up, and Bobby has cooked breakfast for like everyone. Like a spread. He made, Holy like, cow. pancakes. Can he come and... to my house? Right? And he it looks like he, like, cut up fresh fruit. Oh, and... yeah. Oh, my goodness. And he tells them, if somebody will get me down the juicer, because it's too high up for him to reach, I'll make fresh well, no, squeezed orange juice. he couldn't find the juicer. Oh, he couldn't first. find the juicer. That's right. And then Cindy opens the cabinet where it's in, and it's, it's up above where he's he like, can reach. Oh, yeah. A little out of my reach. A little out of my reach. And but he's he... totally cracking jokes about oh, yeah. that. Like, it's just, that's just a fact of life. No big deal. Oh, yeah. And he's even saying, like, back when we all used to go skiing, who'd be the first one up at 6 a.m. making scrambled eggs? And everyone was like, well, of course you. Yeah. But they all have this kind of, like, you, you, you cooked. I think they were surprised because they've been in L.A. for two years now. I think it's been about a year. Well, no, they, it's been about all of sophomore year, all of sophomore year through and the now, summer, so and about now a we're year, almost a year and a half. Almost, I'd say about a year and a half. About a year and a half because they been moved here in, in the Hills. summertime. We mm-hmm. don't know exactly when. Yeah, but so I think it's fair to say they've been here a year and a half. I think so. We find out later that he the accident happened three years ago. So he wasn't like born like this Mm-mm. because people who are born paralyzed in some manner shape or form they figure out very quickly humans are good at adapting and also with bobby he's very good at adapting quickly but when they left he was it was still very new to bobby it sounds like yeah and it was still earlier so now he's really grown to be much more independent so it's new for the california walshes to see that yeah so then the (laughs) brandon and brenda are leaving for school oh my goodness oh Kelsey and Bobby's put me in a generous mood. Brent, I'm about to do something totally crazy. What? I'm going to let you drive my Stang. Oh, do not do me any favors. Come on, Brent. How many people get to break in their license behind the wheel of an American classic, huh? Look, I'll take a pass. Brenda, you've had your license for two days now. What are you afraid of? Look, Brent, I'll drive when I have to drive. Until then, school, James. (laughs) Okay, um, Brenda, you're crazy in the head. My absolute dream car is somewhere between a 65 to a 68 Mustang. Yeah. That's my dream, baby. That's your dream, baby. Oh. I'm like, Brenda, you just had a chance to drive his butter yellow, beautiful 65 Stang. And she turned it down because I'm too scared. But yet she was just talking about how she thinks that they should share the car. Girl, what? Make up your mind. But it seems like to me she's just really scared to actually yeah. drive. Because their she driving is. test also wasn't an on-the-road driving test. Mm-mm. My driving test was an on-the-road driving test. They might have had some of it. We just didn't see all that. We didn't see all of that. But the portion that we saw was between cones and all of that. Yeah. You know, and she was scared of hitting orange cones rather than cars. Yes. So, uh, I'm like, Brandon, that's so generous of you. If somebody came up to me and tried to hand me the keys to their sting, I'd be like, thank you, let's go. They wouldn't get them back. I'm sorry, you wanted this back? I thought this was a present. (laughs) This is just for me, right? You gave them to me. (laughs) Yes, that's that's all for me. You gave me the keys. They're mine now. So be warned, anybody who has a 65 to a 68 sting. Don't offer it to mom. You will never see it again. Unless you are actually giving me the car. She will drive it to Canada. She will disappear. (laughs) I promise. (laughs) I will fall in love with your car because I don't care who you are. I'm taking your car. Just kidding, I'm not a car thief. Okay, oh back to the show. <laughs> oh my goodness. Okay. <clears throat> We're having fun today. <laughs> yeah, we are. So at school, 
This is, I know, okay, before we talk about this next part, Hannibal and I watched this episode together, and anybody who knows season two of 90210, I am demanding that, because we watched episode 11 together, 12, 13, 14, 15, and 16, I'm demanding we watch together as well. Yes. And everybody out there knows why. All the reasons why. All There's the apparently whys. reasons. Many reasons why. Yeah. But this one right here, <gasps> I loved oh your reaction. Goodness. I was so squealing. David is in the DJ booth, <laughs> and he finishes talking about something, and then he hits play on the song, and then Donna starts walking by the window. And she's just walking along, minding her business. Yep. But David, his is eyes up. are like on her. And he's like grinning really big. And it's not that like, ooh la la. It's more it's like, like, oh. It was so precious. Like, and Hannah's over here squealing. Because it was so if this funny. was a show with any level of special effects, she'd be walking by and a romance song would be playing. Meanwhile, there'd be hearts just like flowing behind her. Oh my gosh, you're so that's, funny. That's what he's seeing in his head. Yep. He's seeing, oh, look at her go. She's so pretty. But then he like races out of the booth during the song yeah. to ask her out to a movie that night. He got up the courage. He finally asked her on a date. Oh, it's so cute. But she's busy that night. Mm. She's going to Brenda's for dinner. And this big celebratory dinner. She already said she'd go. But and he's kind of does that like okay, oh, okay some other time, some then. other time, thinking she, that she's just blowing him off. But then she goes, yeah, yes. some other time. So you can tell she really wants to go on a date with him. And she was just as awkward and nervous as he was. It was, and it so, was precious. so precious. And I ship it so hard, guys. I'm so excited <laughs> to see a cute ship within the group that's actually happening beyond Brenda and Dylan. Yes. <laughs> I'm so, so excited. The three girls are then talking about dinner, and Donna asks if she can bring David. <gasps> and, and she's, but then Kelly makes it like. Oh, Kelly. Oh, Kelly. Is this a date? Are we dating David Silver? She was kind of mocking her, saying, Are we dating David Silver? Like, and then Brenda yeah, says if that. If you're lucky, you are. Yeah. And then Brenda says that there might be too many people, and so no. Yeah, she's her cousin's here. That wasn't expected when they made the. You know, doesn't want to overwhelm him. Yeah, she's very protective of Bobby. She's prioritizing his comfort rather than yep her friend group, which I think is respectable for Brenda. It is. It is. She's actually thinking about him. And isn't this when um she and Kelly talk about like she lets Kelly know there's something you need to know about my cousin yes because Kelly is still trying to say like can't wait to meet this hot cousin and then when Brenda tells them he's in a wheelchair he Mm -hmm. had an accident a few years ago and he doesn't walk and Donna seems almost kind of like distraught at first like oh I don't know how to respond she's just awkward She's just awkward. She's so awkward. She doesn't. I mean, honestly, like, I don't know what to say. I mean, do we remember like back when Brenda thought that she might have had, you know, something? Yep. Donna's just really uncomfortable because she's never had to deal with those kind of things. I mean, I'm the same way, honestly, because mm-hmm. I haven't had to deal with too many of those kind of issues in life. God bless. I haven't had to deal with people around me or myself being in any sort of yeah. met se- serious, serious medical situation until Abigail's accident. Yeah. And that, that really shocked me. Have right, we it, talked about her accident before? Are they all going to be sitting here going, I don't think, accident? It wasn't recent, guys. No, like it she was just a few years accident. ago. Right after she graduated high school, she was on her way home. I can't remember if we've ever mentioned this or not. 
but she's on her way home from a friend's house and, and car. she passed out and her cruise control was on and her car launched like 80 feet in the air and then rolled landed and then rolled four times out in a farmer's field miraculously she came out of it with only like a sprained wrist I it think. was it was beyond sprain. They thought there was a hairline fracture, but there wasn't. She had to have it in a splint for like weeks and weeks, and and like a mi- a minor concussion. It was beyond minor. Okay, a concussion. Um, which her, considering all of the, the injuries little, she could have had, the little bone on top of the ocular bone that is broken, mm-hmm. but it's the the thin little layer that goes between there. And they said that's just always going to be broken. Yeah. And there's like a little piece floating around. Sometimes she can kind of see it. It floats in her vision. She's like... That's weird. Yeah. They, the, the doctor told us that would happen. That they said if it if it obstructs her vision or gets in her vision for longer than a minute, then we're to go to the ER immediately. Gotcha. Yeah. It was a very severe concussion. Right. To the point where like the doctor was like, I'm surprised she's not a vegetable right now. Because after four years of high school cheerleading, she had a lot of concussions. Yeah. Yeah. But honestly, up so until anyhow. that point, I never really had to deal with serious things like that. So yeah. I was very much like Donna. I had no idea it how to adorable, handle that situation. But yeah, you didn't. I had no idea. It's terrifying when you're in those kind of moments. Oh, yeah. Like, and when how, somebody... What do I do? What do I say? And somebody out of the blue says, oh, yeah, the dinner you're coming to tonight, there's this person in a wheelchair. Yeah, that just happened three years ago. Yeah. So yeah. that's a little bit of an issue. And so the girls don't really seem how Mm-mm. to know how to respond to that. But Kelly nope. seems a little bit more adjusted to it than Donna. Yeah. Kelly just seems like okay, okay. so no good to deal. know, I guess. Yeah, I was really impressed with Kelly's maturity in this. In this whole episode, she's yeah. very mature. It was um, Kelly and Mo- Brenda for the most she's part. She's been that way for a little while. She's been reaching yes. this point of maturity where she's a lot more cool-headed than she used to be. Yeah, the Walsh's have been good for her. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. So we go into the newsroom, and Andrea is double-checking on dinner plans. So Andrea's invited to the dinner, too. Yeah. That was cool to see. And Emily comes in. Emily mm. Valentine it's apparently It's immediately switched... tense. Yes. Emily Valentine apparently switched into journalism class. Out of her physics? Or... Psych. psych class. Out of her psych class into journalism. Oh, you can tell it's just because she wants to be near Brandon. It's just because she wants to be by Brandon. Mm-hmm. Not that she's interested in journalism at all. No. She just wants to be near Brandon. Andrea figures this out too. And when Brandon, who is also excited to have a cute girl around that mm-hmm. isn't Andrea. Andrea gets really uncomfortable. Really uncomfortable. Brandon tries to say, we need an extra hand over here in sports. She's like, no, sports can take care of itself. You can go and keep an eye on the PTA. <laughs> we haven't been able to keep an eye on the PTA all that much because they've been spread dying. too thin. They had a mother-daughter bake sale last week and we didn't even cover it. I mean, we gotta see that kind of stuff. And I'm looking at Andrea thinking, girl, the PTA really, everybody can see right through you. Everybody. Except Brandon, because he's Brandon, denser than he's a bag of rocks. Oblivious. <laughs> he oh my gosh. Love Brandon, but he's denser than a bunch of bricks. Yes, he is. Yes, he is. <laughs> he does so, not figure this interaction out, but the girls are like eyeballing each other. This look of like, yeah. who's going to win? They're staring each other down. Moving on. <laughs> so at the Walsh's, now we see Brandon and Bobby versus Dylan and Steve in a driveway basketball game. Oh, my goodness. I thought that was the cutest thing. It was so fun. And, like... The Walsh boys were kicking butt. It. And Dylan and Steve are like, you should keep an eye on your man. You should... They're, like, giving each other a hard time because yes. they're getting beat by Brandon, who's short. 
And Bobby, who's in a wheelchair. <laughs> oh, yeah. But then again, Steve's bad at basketball. And Steve's Dylan's not exactly a... Pretty much all sports. Dylan's not exactly a sporty guy in anything other than surfing. Valid point. You know. But then Kelly walks up. And the guys are like, how long have you been there? She's long enough to see who's going to win. And she's like looking right at Bobby. You Already see, flirting. There's some chemistry between the two of them right away. That thought was really cute. He's instantly giving her the He's up like, down. like, oh, hello and there. Hello. And who are you? So then we see after the dinner time, the group is playing charades. And they're just having fun. You know, it, they're laughing. It's nice seeing this entire group of kids. Minus David. Minus David plus Bobby. <laughs> plus Bobby. All hanging out, having a really nice time. And he's just fitting right in yeah. with the rest of them. And just, they're just being kids. Mm -hmm. We don't, I feel like there's a lot of drama in this show. And so when there are slower moments where they're just being regular teenagers, it's, nice. it's so nice to see. Yeah. Because it's a good reminder that like, oh yeah, they go through all of this dramatic stuff, but they're still just teenagers. Mm -hmm. It's kind of fun. But then at one point, Bobby asks Kelly to sit on his lap. And so she's she like, plops herself gonna, down. Well, at first she's like, I'm going to squish you. I'm going to crush you. I'm going to crush you. And he's like, try me. Try me. And they're just both excessively flirty with each other. Brenda doesn't like it. No. No. Brenda no. doesn't like it at all. But yeah, Bobby is completely capable of handling himself. Oh, yeah. And I think it's going to take a little bit of time for Brenda to realize that. Yes. So it gets down to the point that only people left are Brandon, Brenda, Bobby, and Kelly. Which, by the way, Kelly did make a comment that Bobby, Brandon, and Brenda. And isn't that so cute? cute? Isn't that cute? And, and I then that Bobby was so goes, funny. I know, it's disgusting, right? Walsh's. Oh, my goodness. They're all three. Bobby, Brandon, and Brenda Walsh. Oh my goodness. What is wrong with the Walshes? And it's not like the parents all have B names and so it came no. from that. No. Like sometimes you'll see families that like mm -hmm. mom and dad are both C names nope. and so their kids all have C names. No, it's Jim and Cindy and Alan, but then yep. all of the kids are all of them B. All right, so back to the four kids left. Yes. The twins are tired and they're going to head to bed. Bobby says, oh, you guys go ahead. I can put, he's sleeping on the couch. He's like, I can put myself to bed. No big deal. Like, okay. You, you know, they're trusting that he's st stubbornly independent. Yes. And Brenda looks right at Kelly and is like, good night, Kelly. With that implication, like, you're leaving now, right, girl? And Kelly's like, good night. And she she's doesn't not leave. Leaving. No, no. No, no, no. Uh-uh. And this is when Bobby hefts himself out of his wheelchair onto the couch to sit next to her. They do some serious flirting and kissing. And they do some smooching. Smooching, smooching like oh crazy. Oh my goodness. Which I think it's good to see Kelly with somebody that is a good person. Mm -hmm. Even agree. if it's for a short amount of time or an episode here. It's nice to see her with somebody that's not mean. Exactly. Yeah, because Kelly doesn't deserve that. I agree. I, I bash agree. on her sometimes, but she's I'm really... liking her more and more as the series progresses. Me too. Mm -hmm. She's becoming much sweeter than she was at the beginning. Agreed. Yeah. Miss Hannibal, let's go ahead and take a break. That's and good, we'll because come I back. gotta pee. <laughs> I can tell you're doing a potty dance on the futon. <laughs> okay, we'll be right back, guys. <laughs> See you a bit. All right, we are back from break. We're back. We are back with barking dogs yes. in the background. I don't know if the mics are picking that up or not. Um, I checked the doorbell <laughs> yes. camera. Yep. So y'all are hearing that. I checked the doorbell <laughs> camera. There is no one here. 
So I'm guessing. She's just freaking out. Okay. We do have a robin that has a nest out in the back porch. Oh. And we have house wrens who have a nest on the back porch. Mm. She's barking at birds. In the back part of the property, we have a duck couple who's been spending a lot of time together. I think they have a nest out there by the old chicken coop. I've seen a lot more pheasants lately. She gets a little freaked out at by all the birds. The birds. <laughs> There's a lot There's of birds. birds. There's birds. That's when my dog is out there barking. She's I swear her words are saying, Bird! There's birds! That's a bird! There's birds! Every bark, I swear that's what I hear. Bird! 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 There's a bird! Oh, dogs. That's why I like my cat. She just sits in the window and tears up my blinds, which is terrible. But Buster is quiet, usually. It's Molly that's obnoxious. I know. If she's not around, he's like, eh, I'm just going to sit in my... He has a nest that Dad made for him. Oh. Dad took two blankets on the couch and made, like, it looks like a giant bird's nest. And so Buster climbs up. Okay, he his legs are only three inches long. He can't, he's, he's, he's 11 years old and he's a little overweight and he's got some health issues. And so he can't jump up on the couch anymore. So, so we got he has steps. stairs. So he has his little stairs. So he climbs the little stairs up and he curls up in the middle of his little blanket nest that dad made for him. That's his spot on the couch. You don't have a dog. You have a bird. <laughs> he's very quiet though. He is. He's much quieter than an actual bird. Yes, he is. Yes, they're loud. And he's just so cute still. I love him. Yeah. The only time that my cat really gets obnoxious is when she suddenly will get the zoomies at 10 o'clock at night when Tyler and I are starting to get ready for bed. And then suddenly she's like, it's playtime. And then she'll just start running the length of the house. Just full sprint, using us as platforms. It's your fault that we have a loud dog. I'm sorry. You picked her out and then you moved out. I'm sorry. I love the idiot. (laughs) <laughs> but I wanted another small little idiot like Buster. With her eyes. You still can't say no to her big bug eyes. I know. You stupid, fell for her just as much as I did. Stupid dog. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. Back to the episode. Back to the episode. So we come back and it's that next day. And the night before, one of the things that Bobby and Kelly had talked about was horseback riding. Yes. And he was saying how there's got to be some stables nearby. I love horseback riding. She's like, you can ride? And he took that as like, ooh, challenge. I must show her that I can ride horses still. Yes. So in the morning, we see he's on the phone calling around and he's finding um, a stable nearby that has the The right kind of of saddle so that he can actually ride. Yes. And he manages to find one. Yeah, he does. And so I believe the group is just Brandon, Dylan, Bobby, Kelly, and Brenda. Yes. So they're kind of paired off, Bobby and Kelly, Brenda and Dylan, and then there's Brandon. And Brandon, let's just say, struggles a little more than the others. (laughs) The other four, they look like naturals in the saddle. Even Dylan. Even Dylan took them a little extra minute to adjust, but they very quickly was like, yeah, cool, let's do this thing. Cool. It's like the comic relief of the episode. It's oh watching Brandon try to ride a horse. Okay, so I don't know if that was Jason Priestley acting or if he really, as an actor, was like, Usually with I'm those not kind a horse of things, guy. I mean, not bashing on Jason Priestley at all. But usually, if in a show a character is having an issue with the horse, usually means the actor struggled at first and so they wrote it into the episode. I, because otherwise yeah, they're, they're just, just going to be struggling. 
I was dying because the whole time I'm watching going, is that Jason Priestley acting as Brandon or is that Jason Priestley struggling on a horse? Struggling. Either way, I am dying of laughter. <laughs> and when I watched it with you, I was laughing. And I'd already watched it again with Abigail like a week before that. And then you were pulling clips. And then clips. I was pulling clips today watching. And again, I'm like laughing so hard. I'm almost tearing up. I'm just like, oh my Brandon, God. freaking hilarious. Oh, it's so and good. You see like Kelly's riding a horse and her blonde hair is just blowing in the wind and beautiful. She looks Dylan so... and Brenner are riding side by side. And then you kind of slow along. down and kiss as they're riding along. It's very romantic. And you know, Bobby's soaring. Bobby's like, yeah, let's go, man. He feels like he compares riding a horse to it's like a seeing eye dog. Yeah. And, and then... Kelly's... <laughs> Kelly calls it his um, walking legs horse. <laughs> I was dying. I was like, that's so funny. Which so, I totally understand that too. I yeah. Mean, I imagine that that would be pretty freeing for... For sure. Because it's an, it's a thing that everybody has to sit down for. Yes. And so he just gets to ride free. And then we see Brandon. Zooming past. Just struggling to struggling. hang on to your life. And he's like, okay, guys, I think it's like, time is up. Our time is up. Oh, I'm so glad. He's like holding his butt. And I'm just like, oh, my goodness. <laughs> but anyway. Oh, my so, goodness. I have to try to find a picture oh, of Jason Priestley on that horse. My goodness. Oh. So we've now learned mm. Brandon cannot surf. And nope. Brandon cannot ride horses. Nope. And Brandon does not like to dance. And he does not like to dance. He's not a super athletic guy unless it's like basketball or baseball. Yeah. If it's a sport, he can do it. But I feel like individual sports are not his no. forte. No. It's no. very interesting learning these things about Brandon it's as we hilarious. go. It's hilarious. So while they're on horses, though, Kelly tells Bobby that there's a party she's going to tonight. And it's it's pretty much high school kids, but you know you're you're invited. We'd love for you to come still. Yeah, she's really excited, and she and he's wants to like, them more. Yeah, I just want to spend time with you. He doesn't seem to care anything about the party. No, he just wants to spend time with Kelly. But also party for him. He's thinking, okay, I can drink. I'm over twenty one, right? I mean, he's like a college guy. He hears party, and he thinks party different than these kids are thinking. Yes. So they get to the party. The whole gang is all together. Yes. Minus David and I think, I don't think Andrea was Andrea wasn't there either, nope. No. But as they get out of the car, the only way into the house is stairs. This massive. Bobby looks up and he's just like. This massive staircase up to this big mansion. Yeah. You can tell Bobby instantly feels like his independence is getting ripped from him. Yeah. And he gets kind of on defense at this point. And, and, like, everyone's trying to be super yeah, supportive. they're totally Steve chill is saying, with it. like, maybe there's a back entrance of some kind, and maybe and then, there's a way in. And so then they're just like, yeah, we'll just, we'll just carry up. No big deal. So Dylan, Brandon, and Steve just grab his wheelchair, and, so, and they're just, like, totally, totally, like, yeah, no Let's big deal. Go. Let's go. They're, they're thinking, you can tell they're not doing it in a way that's to make him feel bad. No, it's just... They're kicking up like, hey, this is how we got to get in, though. Let's go. Yeah. It also would be, I feel like it's for them the same deal as, like, if any of their friends needed any kind mm-hmm. of help, mm-hmm. obviously they would help them. Kind of like Donna in the dress. <laughs> Somebody had... Why didn't they ever help her sit down? <laughs> Why didn't anybody ever help her sit down? But, you know, they've now learned that helping your friends is just what you do. Yeah. And they just see it as just... Bobby needs help. Bobby help doesn't see it that way. No. He's instantly just, you can see him tensing up and he's getting uncomfortable. He's almost mad. Yeah. Because you know what? He feels like he, 
a charity case. He feels like he, everyone's having to take care of him. Mm-hmm. And it's and just... like and they're like yelling at people to clear a path, mm-hmm. and th- there's a lot of attention now being drawn towards him. He doesn't like that. No, Ooh. he likes to fly under the radar a little bit. Yeah, I agree. Doesn't like too much attention. So after they carry him up the stairs, and he's inside, and he's like, "Okay, yeah," he's like popping a wheelie, and he's like, this, "Okay, okay, okay, I can do this." He's trying to get comfortable. And this chick... Like, most of the group goes off to go and get drinks or go find yeah. somebody. And, but did you notice every single time they were like, hey, uh, we're going to go get a drink. Do you want anything? And they're asking Bobby like if he wants anything. They weren't asking him because they didn't think he was capable. They were asking him as if they brought any friend. Yeah. And it's like, hey, you're my you're- guest, so... Can I get you something? They even asked Kelly. Mm-hmm. and Because sh- she's staying with Bobby. She's not going to go and get something to drink. She's staying but there with him. But he's like, no, I'm fine. And you could tell he's this very... Dog? Seriously, dog? It's it's birds. It's just birds. I'm going to go yell at the dog. I'll be right back. Okay, cool. I'll be here. Okay, cool. All better? I don't know. <laughs> She'll at least be fine for now. We'll see. We'll see. Anywho. <sighs> anyway. Anyway, back, back to, to the nine, show. Back to 90210. Back to Beach Pit. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so they arrive at this party. He's feeling uncomfortable. And I do understand after this happens, him feeling uncomfortable. So this other chick is walking along. And she doesn't look where she's going. She's, she's walking, walking backwards. Back, yeah, with a drink in her hand. In front of her. And she tries like falls backwards into his lap on his wheelchair spilling her entire drink on his shirt yes and he's soaking with her drink now and now but now she's like oh i'm so sorry i didn't see you there I'm like because you're not looking where you're going girl no and so bobby's uncomfortable and he asks mm-hmm. this girl in a not super polite way because she you asks, give me a paper towel could you get me a towel yeah the girl never returns with a towel nope no she's gone and you can tell he's not enjoying the party at this point. He's like, oh, I don't, you can tell he's like, I don't want to be here now. He's but the only way he can leave is if he asks mm-hmm. Steve and Dylan and Brandon to carry him again. But the party host guy comes up and starts talking to Kelly and he because asks her to dance. They used to go out a little bit, but not really, but kind of. She seems like it wasn't really a thing. She is kind of, yeah. she dated him once upon a time. But he asks her to dance and Kelly was ready to tell him, no, I'm here with somebody. And Bobby's like, no, go ahead. It's, it's fine. Go ahead. He al- it almost seemed like he was trying to test her. Mm-hmm. He really was. It's like, this is your option. You either stay with me or you go and dance. But, but in, but in, not, in reality, a- though, if you tell somebody, go do something. They're allowed to go do that. Yeah. So she went and she was dancing. As soon as that song was done, she came right back to him. It wasn't even done. Yeah. She was dancing for a song. little while and she just came for right like back to him. For like 30 seconds. And it was still on the same song. Yeah. The song had not changed yet mm. even, and she was already back at the wheelchair. But then Steve comes up and he tells Steve, I want to leave. I'm, I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. I want to leave. Get And so Steve's like, oh, oh, okay. And so they're going to go get Dylan and Brandon. And what do they all do? Of course, right away, Steve's like, great job, Kelly. They're blaming Kelly. Like, they think she said something to him or did something to they him. They all blame Kelly. Brenda comes up and is like, what did you say to him? And Kelly's literally sitting there like, like, I have I don't no know. idea. I went to dance and I she came She literally back does not and... know because why would she know? Mm-mm. She didn't do anything wrong. Nope, she really didn't. He was very harsh and unfair with her. Yeah. Very. Because 
I don't know if we mentioned this earlier on when we were talking, but Brenda tells Kelly that apparently um, he had this girlfriend long time ago, mm-hmm. and she broke up with him right after the accident. So he is really sensitive about that. He's really sensitive, and so I get it, mm-hmm. but you can't just assume everybody's going to yeah. be like that. I mean, think about emotionally what life is like those last two years of high school. There's a lot that happens. He spent the last two, his final two years of high school and his first year of college in a wheelchair after a tragic accident. That's like, they say like that's years where you become who you're going to be as a grown up. Mm -hmm. You start forming who you're going to turn into. So it was formative years big time for him. Yeah. And that was a part of it. That it changed him. And I understand that. I get, I get that. But at the same time, he can't hold that against Kelly. It's not her fault. Agreed. I did notice that there were a couple of members of the group that never blamed, never were shown yeah. blaming Kelly. Brandon and Dylan. Yeah. No, they didn't at all. No. So yeah, there were a couple of them that never blamed Kelly. I was glad to see that. Yes. So I was really disappointed in Steve and Brenda. Me too. Yeah. Me too. So after the party's done... Brandon and Bobby have a very heart-to-heart talk. And you can tell Bobby doesn't want to have this talk. But Brandon is insisting on it. Yeah. And it's like Bobby's leaving the next day. So Brandon feels like this is his last opportunity to really get this out in the open. Yeah. I remember when I was little, I used to think you could do anything. And I wanted to do everything you did. I'll never forget how much fun we were having the day you got hurt. Come on, Brandon. This is old news. Yeah, no, but we've never really talked about it, have we? I remember there was a foot of fresh powder. And you had to be the first one out on the hill. Always. And you were bombing down the run, and I was doing everything I could to keep up with you. And then I saw the jump. No, I saw it. No, I saw it first. And I knew it was a big drop, and I knew it was a steep hill. Also knew that you couldn't resist a dare. No, Brandon, it was my idea to take the jump. Come on, Bobby, I was there, remember? You took off, man, and it was beautiful. I was, I was awestruck, and then, bam, right into the tree. I can't help thinking if I had just kept my stupid mouth oh, shut. Hey, enough of that. I'd still be walking. Oh, and when did I ever need you to goad me into taking a jump? Huh? I saw that thing coming from a country mile. Damn it, Bobby, can you just remember how it happened? Why? Because I'm sorry, all right? Can I ever just tell you that I'm sorry? I mean, what are you trying to protect me from anyway? Well, maybe I'm just protecting myself. You're my favorite cousin, Brandon. I lost enough friends after the accident. I just don't want to lay all this stuff on you and lose you. I wish you would have laid some of it on me. I'm here for you, Bobby. I can handle it. Well, I guess however you want to remember that day isn't going to change things one bit. But at least we won't have to go around pretending everything's perfect, will we? It's not, believe me. You know, Brandon, maybe coming out here was a big mistake. I want to do everything. You know? (sighs) After that, I do think they discuss a little bit about how he still dreams that 
He can walk. Yeah, he he still he has dreams where he's running and he wakes up still having mornings where he expects to just hop out of bed. Yep. It it it's hasn't hard. It's hard because it used to be muscle memory. Mm-hmm. Mu- walking is muscle memory for us. To have that taken away is so foreign that I can understand why it's it's hard. Yeah. I also now understand, too, why Brandon so badly wanted to talk to him about this. Brandon he's feels guilty. guilty. He feels, he feels gui- like it's his fault. Yeah, he's been having this guilt weigh over him for three years. Mm-hmm. And it seems like they haven't really ever talked about it. And yeah. even, I mean, he says that, but, I mean, they were still in Minnesota for a year and a half and saw each other often. But they're dudes. They don't talk about emotions no, very no. easily. And then... Right after this clip as well, I thought it was really cute. Brandon is being Mr. Positive, of course. Of course. And Bobby tells him, you're still a Walsh. He's like, through and through. and Something oh, like yeah. that. And Like, yep, I'm still mm-hmm. a Walsh. And I think Brandon, they talk about, like, how he lost people and after the accident. And I think Brandon reminds him like, that not everybody's like that. You're never going to lose me. You're never going to lose me. Mm-hmm. And not everybody's like that. And then I... I had to cut the clip at some point because it was already a long one. It was really long. But it ends with Brandon putting his hand on his heart and just very, like, you sincerely. can see sincerely. And, like, tears. Jason Priestley was crying. I I always cry when Jason Priestley cries. I cannot help it. I know. that, that Those beautiful eyes cry. It's like, yep, me too. Like, when, he, right with when he starts pleading, saying, like, I just want to tell you I'm sorry. Can I just tell you I'm sorry? I was getting <laughs> choked up. But he tells him... I love you. I love you, man. And I'm just like, oh, well, that cousin bond is just so oh. precious. I mean, I really love my cousins, too, so I totally get it. Mm-hmm. They're some of your first, like, friends yeah. in your life. And for goodness sakes, two of your bridesmaids were cousins. Yeah. And the other one was one of my aunts. Yeah. Extended family are mm-hmm. I, something that I think some people don't always respect in the same way. I also think some way. people don't have that. They're not lucky enough to have I feel a family lucky. close to that. Yeah. I I feel really lucky that I have like a big batch of cousins that mm-hmm. we all get along and we all get together and it's always chaotic but it's always a blast. Right. <laughs> so yeah, it's it's special bonding. You know, cousins are. I don't know. I've always I have said great that, memories of my cousins. Oh yeah, I've always said that siblings and cousins are like built-in best friends. Yep. Because like as long as you guys get along and you love each other. You have a friend for life. Yeah. And that's somebody that you can call up on any day and be like, hey, cousin, I need to talk to you. Yeah. Yeah. It's so nice to have that kind of family around you. Agreed. So that's... Agreed. And I know not everyone is blessed in that way, Mm -mm. you know, like the Walshes or like our family with cousins that they get along with. But when you can find people that you have that kind of a bond with, I think it's good to remind each other like, hey... I love you, man. Because I'm I feel here like for you, I love you. I'm not going anywhere. Yes, because I feel like sometimes you forget to say it to those people. Yeah. yeah, I agree. Yeah. Okay, so it's the next morning, and again, Bobby has made breakfast for everyone. Yes. And then Kelly shows up. The doorbell rings. Bobby goes to answer it. It's Kelly, and you know he tells her. So she's like, "We need to talk." And he's like, "All right, get the juicer down. If you can get the juicer down for me, I'll I'll, I'll squeeze some fresh orange juice while we talk." She doesn't get the juicer down right away. She's just focused on talking to him. Understandable. She yes. has some things that she needs to say. She does. And she's brutally honest and I'm, in a kind way, but brutally honest I'm with so him. I'm so proud of her. Me too. We were having fun together. I like you. As a friend. 
right? Of course, as a friend. What's wrong with that? Because I've got enough friends. Why are you putting all these expectations on me? I've only known you for two days. What am I supposed to do? Throw myself at you? No. Why don't you just lighten up? I mean, it sounds to me like any girl who likes you has to make a lifelong commitment to you. I'm sorry, but I'm not ready to do that. Not after our first date. I know, but somewhere along the line, you must have asked yourself if you could see yourself with somebody in a wheelchair. Yes. As a matter of fact, I did give that some thought. And what did you come up with? That it wasn't something I could figure out in my head, like I usually try to do. And that's why what you did last night, not even giving me the benefit of the doubt, made me so mad. Why? Because I wasn't thinking about all that stuff. I guess I was just being led by the heart. Yeah. I am so proud of her for being able to stand up for herself like yes, that. Yes, absolutely. Because she's completely right. Mm -hmm. He was treating her like she was committing to life with him. Not just a, a first date with a guy who's might move here. Yeah, and who is much older than her, mm -hmm. and they live different lives, so it was gonna probably be a fling anyway. Yeah, and just have fun with it. It's a date. It's just that they're going on a date. They're not committing to a relationship. No. and he was putting a lot of expectations mm -hmm. on her to be prepared for all of this. Yeah, and she's just like, she's I a junior met... in high school, for And she sakes. just met him two yeah. days ago. So good for Kelly. I'm really proud of her. She did it very kindly. She was polite about it. But very firm. But very firm. Like, here's where I stand. Here's what I'm this thinking. This was not fair of you to treat me this way. And she's right. She's absolutely right. And I'm so proud of her for being able to stand up like that. And right after this. Oh, yeah. Brandon and Brenda come in. You can tell they were listening at the door. And Bob even says something like that. Were they you practically fall through the door. And they're like, no, 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 we weren't listening at all. It's like, nope. You're no, so I just came down. Covering up, guys. Brandon and Brenda were at the door listening. And then Jim <laughs> and Cindy come in and they're talking about you know, Bobby's made breakfast again and you're gonna be a welcome addition to this house if you transfer here. And then Bobby goes, Oh, if I come to UCLA, I'm not staying here. No, I'm gonna live in a dorm or an apartment. I wanna get on my own. And they're just like, ugh. They're literally jaw dropped. It was so and funny. I think there's a mix of emotions that go across their face. It's a little bit of relief. And a little bit of disappointment. And a little bit of disappointment. I think they were looking forward. Jim was looking forward to being able to return the favor for his yeah. brother. Yeah. But no, Bobby's like, uh, thanks, but no. Thanks. He's I love you guys, like, but no. Crazy. He's like, I love you guys, <laughs> but no, I don't want to live here. I thought that was pretty funny. That was cute. So Bobby's flight leaves that day. Yep. And we're getting to the end of the show. And right at the end, Bob, Brandon tells Bobby, whatever you want to do today before your flight leaves, your choice. You, you decide. We'll whatever, do whatever you want. you want. And he's like, he looks at Brenda's like, anything I want? She's like, yeah, anything you want. Brenda's going to eat her words because what mm -hmm. he wants is to go for a drive with Brenda in the driver's seat. So then we see Brenda driving, Bobby in the front seat, Kelly and Brandon in the back seat with the top down driving the Stang. Yep. And she very, very nervously starts backing out of the driveway. Super slow. She almost crashed getting out of the driveway. Because someone was on the road and she almost backed into them. And Jim then and she didn't turn the wheel the right direction after they went by and was like... Jim and Cindy Ugh. are just like, drive safe. 
You could see the awkward nervousness everywhere. Jim is trying to be so supportive, but he's just sitting there like, our insurance! Don't crash! <laughs> oh my gosh. Just watching Brendan back out of that driveway, I'm like, maybe she shouldn't have her driver's license. Between her backing out of the driveway and Brandon struggling on a horse, those were the funniest moments oh. this episode. <laughs> comic relief like crazy oh my goodness but let me tell you i don't want to get in the car with brenda walsh driving i know that for sure i'm okay without driving with brenda i'll get in brandon's car that was brandon's car if brandon's driving i'll i'll get in the state but if brenda's in the driver's seat i'm gonna say no thanks i'll go drive with steve (laughs) (laughs) i'll take the bus with andrea i'll go get on the bus it's fine it's fine it's fine guys it's fine how about i'll walk i'll walk is that good i'll do that (laughs) all right so that's how the show ends yes it ends with brenda almost killing them all backing out of the driveway Oh my goodness. Ms. Hannibal, what did you think of this episode? I really liked this one. I thought they did a really nice job of making Bobby feel integrated as part of Mm -hmm. the Walsh family without him feeling like a stranger. Because sometimes that happens where you meet like, this is our uncle or our cousin. And then they pop into the show and you're like, we've never met this person. They don't, I don't feel like these people know each other. Yeah. I feel like these are strangers. Do you know what I also thought they did really, really well? What was that? Is I felt like even though the story was focused about he's not a one-off character because he does come back in season six, but on a, a, a guest appearance character, we also felt like the story was moving forward. Yeah. A lot of times when we do have that one-off type of character it feels or a like, guest on. It feels ugh, like stunted. checking in with the guest star is like a train stop. Yes. And so it's like it's going along, but then you have to stop and check in with this newbie. Yeah. But what no, are they we doing? still have the story moving forward. Yeah. We moved forward with Brenda and her license. We moved forward with um, Donna and David. Yeah. That was really, I mean, it was a very brief moment. But, but it was something. Yes. There were so many little like things that happened in this episode that I Mm -hmm. felt like may not have been necessarily nods to future plot lines and stuff but just made it feel more real because yeah sure there's all the Emily Valentine stuff even with Emily while all of this stuff sure with Bobby and Brandon and Brenda and all of the other kids while all of that's going on Andre is still working on the paper everyone's still Mm -hmm. going to classes yeah it makes the characters feel real what did you rate this one I rated this one a nine me too. Really? We're the same again. Oh my goodness. Well, I gave this At one a first nine. I was torn between an eight and a half and a nine. But Me then I'm too. Like, I'm like, you know what? No, I got to bump it all the way up to a nine because of how well Darren Starr wrote this and mm-hmm. how well it was acted in that you did have that balance of comic relief and you had the balance of seriousness. You had the story moving forward while we still had a new character and they did not go to our favorite least favorite I should say plot line of Brandon chases a skirt <laughs> there was no Brandon chasing a skirt no we saw strength and confidence from Kelly we just saw so much of our characters oh, that yeah. I really was like ah that bumped it all the way up to a nine yeah for me. do you want to know what bumped it over to a nine for me I would love to it was the fact that when the end credits rolled I was sitting there going is that all yeah I, I was sitting that. there going like is there more episode I want <laughs> I it's done already that's it that's it when I get to the end of something and I'm all, I'm still like wanting more, mm-hmm. that's when it's like, that's something good. Yeah. So this was a really good episode and I hope you guys enjoyed it too. I think you're going to really like next week's episode. Ooh, okay. It's got similar vibes okay. in a different kind of way. Cool. Can I get a teaser for that? Absolutely. I'm busy tonight. Yeah. Do you like me? 
Yeah, sure I do. Why? Why do you like me? Because underneath that sometimes rude exterior lies a little boy who likes to have fun. And you're kind of cute. I am rude, I know that. Gotta work on that. Sometimes I lie awake at night remembering all the stupid cracks I said to people, wondering why they even talked to me at all. Andre, I'm sorry if I hurt your feelings the other day. Well, try not to uh, make so much fun about the valley, okay? Can't go back there. We need you here, Andre. You're our inspiration. <laughs> right. Andre, how many girls are there you can enjoy looking at and also look up to? Thank you. Well, okay. And I'm not allowed to watch that on my own? No. Oh. Well, that's going to be fun. Do they go on a date? Are they a thing? Or are they just talking like friends? Like, do you like me? I think you're going to have to wait and watch it. <laughs> you want to come over on your lunch break tomorrow? Yeah, I can do that. Awesome. We're going to watch it tomorrow, and we'll see all okay. of you guys next week right here on Back to the Peach Pit. Thanks to Pixabay.com for their royalty-free music where we found our theme song by the Caffeine Creek Band. Hey guys, like to take this opportunity and remind you where you can find us online. On Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, we are Back to the Peach Pit. You can also find us on our Patreon. It is patreon.com slash backtothepeachpit if you'd like to support us so we can get some new equipment. And if you happen to be listening on Apple Podcasts, we'd really appreciate some rate and reviews from you guys because those help other listeners to find us. So we greatly appreciate that. And we look forward to hearing your thoughts on this week's episode.